Welcome to Disney Plus The Boys. Today we'll be talking about Toy Story 2. But Hayden first, is doing the how are you guys mode. doing? I'm doing good, but I just want to point out that Hayden looked like he was doing the Poggers emote. <laughs> well, we can't be having that anymore. Twitch banned it. Hayden rolled a crit 20 on his D&D die, which is why he was freaking out. Anyway, how are you guys doing? Did you say what our names were? Blake, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Hayden, how are you Absolutely doing? Absolutely freaking abysmal. <laughs> nice. Question mark. Would you like to tell us about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. It all started when I was born. <laughs> it all started on the day of my birth. Both of my, of my parents, parents were there. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about one of our biggest accomplishments for um, this podcast is, um, or well, I as, guess we haven't accomplished anything yet as a podcast, as as yeah. humans. Yeah. Oh well, also one thing that I guess we can say: uh, new logos, um, or well, coming new, soon. Well, no, they're they're on now. Oh. <laughs> new merch. So, Oh, well. are we gonna make merch? Let's do it, guys. I think that costs money. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Well, it costs an investment, but if we want to sell it, that's how we make money back. And people will just be jumping yeah. at the chance to buy. This, I so. I can't imagine any crackhead trying to buy our. <laughs> I don't think anyone will merch. buy it. What if we inflate our brand so much that we are at Gucci levels or Supreme levels, where there's nothing special about it? Mm. But our brand name means so much that we can sell it for hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or just the fact that it's so expensive convinces people that it's worth yeah. it. I would oh, love yeah. to have quotes from the show on some shirts. Heck, oh, we'll just make our own shirts. If anyone actually wants and would be willing to pay like $20 for a Disney Plus The Boys plus shirt. Shipping. Plus shipping. <laughs> let us know because if people are actually willing to buy it, I'd be down. But anyway, what I was talking about was the Disney Channel Summer Sing-Along. We talked about last week how it's not on Disney+, and we joked about starting a petition. That joke has become a reality. Jokes no more. It is a real petition that we began, and you can sign it. It's basically to get the Disney Channel Summer Sing-Along back on Disney+. And we have a description that we made. We have... Um, more than one signature. We have three as of the time of recording. We have a certain amount of signatures that we will not reveal. <laughs> but <laughs> we'd love for you to sign. That's all you need to do. All you need to do is sign and heck, you can leave a comment and say, you know, thank you for the for doing this. It means a lot. We support you in your crusade Yes. Nothing else. Uh, We'd love to have it back. It's not about the movie. It's about sending a message. Mm-hmm. He's right. He's right. All right. Let's just hop right into our Disney Plus news. What do you think, Hayden? Oh, I can't wait.
I'll start with the first one because obviously I know much about this. Um, I don't know if you should. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to do um... it. <laughs> so Kingdom of Wakanda series coming. <laughs> Wakanda? Wakanda. No, 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 no. Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda. no, okay, I'll do, I'll do it right. Wakanda. Our first bit of Disney Plus news. Okay. Is Kingdom of Wakanda series coming to Disney Plus from Deadline? And so the article reads, quote, Ryan Coogler is a singular storyteller whose vision and range have made him one of the standout filmmakers of his generation, end quote, said Bob Iger, executive chairman of the Walt Disney Company. Quote, with Black Panther, Ryan brought a groundbreaking story and iconic characters to life in a real, meaningful and memorable way creating a watershed cultural movement. We're thrilled to strengthen our relationship and look forward to telling more great stories with Ryan and his team, end quote. So what Kingdom of Wakanda is, is it's a TV show, takes place in Wakanda of, of Marvel fame, and it's a show coming to Disney+. Plus. That is exactly right, Hayden. I'm actually surprised you... Well, I mean, it also says it right there, but... Like... I mean, it's like, it. that was like the lowest amount of like inference necessary to like come to that conclusion yeah yeah okay <laughs> yeah so i liked black panther but i didn't think it was the best one like the best marvel movie but i i, I thoroughly enjoyed it and i think that this series is actually a pretty good idea and i think this could actually be really good obviously with ryan coogler um yeah i, I think it has the potential it. to be pretty good anyway moving on um we see do you want to take this little bit of news okay <laughs> am i doing the millions ones you are you are okay the most important one. Oh, this is coming from what's on disney plus millions has left disney plus visionary director danny boyle once again reinvents the cinematic experience with a heartwarming story of two little boys faith miracles and a lot of money Starting anew after the death of their mother, nine-year-old Anthony is ever practical, while his seven-year-old brother Damien uses imagination, fantasy, and faith to make sense of his world. When a suitcase full of money falls out of the sky at Damien's feet, it sets the boys on an adventure of a lifetime that leads them to realize that true wealth has nothing to do with money. And that movie has left Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, that movie has left Disney Plus. So that was the the synopsis for it. Oh, thank God. But, but I wanted to bring this up because I feel like people don't talk about, like, that's the thing that I wish Disney Plus did is I wish they give us a little bit of a heads up before something left Disney Plus. Just like they, they removed Maleficent like a what? couple months ago. And it's like, they don't say anything about it. They can't be having that bad publicity. If you if you're a uh, if you have the same attitude as us, you can go ahead and sign up for our petition, which is bringing yeah. the fight to Disney. And once we get one of them on, we get all of them back. So yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, and I don't know why exactly millions left. I think it was a, a legitimate like streaming deal that was made, where it's streaming somewhere else. Okay, mm. but. Basically, I want to talk about just 
it, it's usually the beginning of the month at least at or at the most like one or two things will leave disney plus and i just kind of want to bring attention to it and hopefully we can be um alerted when it comes back and hey i think that in celebration of some news of like stuff that was removed coming back i think that we should make it a priority to talk about them okay yes so millions will be watched once it returns to disney plus if it returns to disney when it returns to disney plus (laughs) uh next bit of news is aloha rodeo adaptation coming to disney plus this comes from deadline once again in the article it says based on the untold true story of hawaiian cowboys aloha rodeo follows three paniolos uh hawaiian cowboys who traveled from Hawaii to Wyoming in 1908 to compete in the Frontier Days Championship roping competition. What started off as a novelty quickly turned into a one-sided competition as the Paniolos performed feats that the mainlanders had never dreamed of before. Like surfing. I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it. It sounds pretty cool. Well, because it's it's like just going to... It's about historical events. So it's just about Mm -hmm. Hawaiian cowboys going to Wyoming. So that sounds pretty cool. Like as it says, this is a movie. Like shut up, I I'd be down to watch it. Yeah, I'm hoping it's good. Now for our favorite bit of news, the best piece um, of news, the best piece of news. Like in the TV series, players have to eliminate their bounty puck target to collect galactic credits. The first one to reach the credit goal while keeping. Oh, did I? Did we even say what this was going to be? You didn't say the title. <laughs> So this next bit of news is the Mandalorian limited time game mode is has been added to Fortnite. This comes from comingsoon.net. Like in the TV series, players have to eliminate their bounty puck target to collect galactic credits. The first one to reach the credit goal while keeping his or her three lives wins the match. And to immerse everyone even more into the Star Wars atmosphere, fans can visit Kit's new cantina on the island located in the desert epic games has also released a funny mando's bounty trailer you can see peely getting encased in carbonite after a close encounter with mando my my how funny that was (laughs) epic games how far disney has fallen you know like you know how i make comments about how like disney is shameless and stuff like this is what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing I mean, we won't talk too much why I don't like Fortnite because I could do an entire episode based on why I don't think Disney Fortnite plus the is good. Gaming. Well, it's not. It's also not even that, but it's like taking this cool show that a lot of people like and then just making it like a goofy like add-on to like some popular game is like. Well, yeah, no, that that's exactly what I'm talking about. When it's just lame. <laughs> Like, Disney, why did you do this? They had an entire Fortnite (laughs) season that was all about Marvel. It was literally a season that was all about Marvel. And that's when I lost all respect for Fortnite as a game. Because they have other things, like, that kids shouldn't... Like, that shouldn't be in Fortnite. The Predator is in Fortnite. Why is the Predator in Fortnite? Yeah, it's like taking all these cool things that people like individually and then just putting them in... Making like, it worse. Mm-hmm. Putting them in something stupid. Yeah. yeah. They had like the Terminator as well. 
what was the, the Walking John Dead? Wick. They had John, John Wick. Wick. I actually like that one because that led to some funny memes, but yes. <laughs> yeah, like what Hayden and I played it for like 30 minutes at like a friend's house. Once. Oh my god, I forgot we did that. I forgot <laughs> and like I've I, ever played Fortnite. I finished playing, I was like, okay, I guess that was fun. Because we did it for like 15 minutes each. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is that I think Fortnite was like actually pretty okay at some point. But then it just got so much worse. Like, it's the community like, that bothers me. But Well, yes. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, if the community was better, it would probably be semi-okay. And I honestly think the, sh- the state of the game would have changed. Although, like, you can say it, the community is what I dislike to about pretty much any game. <laughs> That's true. Pretty much about, like, anything in, like, the modern world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people are just bad. But so actually, cute. friend of the show, Nathan Lopez, who offers us his music Nate, for the podcast, Nate, Nate. Uh, said he actually played this game mode, and he said it's not that great. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, uh, supposedly the Mandalorian is like an AI like character that hunts the top target, and it's just like supposedly super overkill and like unfair. It's almost like a hide-and-seek or something to some extent. Yeah, oh, that's lame. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, we don't like Fortnite here. We think it's not a good choice to put the Mandalorian in Fortnite. Moving on to the next Free piece of Fortnite. Disney Fortnite. All my homies hate Fortnite. Moving on to the next piece of Disney Plus news. There was a new trailer for Marvel's Behind the Mask. Wow. Oh my god. Um, so basically I included this just because it was a trailer. Um, we don't actually have to talk too much about it because I don't know if either of you guys watched it. I did not. <laughs> okay. No. Um, the only thing that I really liked about it, I mean, it was more so of what they explain what we talked about last week, I think it was. Um, I don't think it was last week. It might have been the week before, but it was interesting because they talk more about why Marvel's superheroes are like successful and actually, we see, like, almost mentioned something like this in our Iron Man episode where, like, we see said that Iron Man isn't just a movie about Iron Man. It's like they focus a lot on Tony Stark as a character. Um, so it's like more of a Tony Stark movie than an Iron Man movie. They kind of talk about that and how, like, the most important thing to making a Marvel character is, like, setting up who the actual character is and then uh, give that person the mask and make them a superhero and then... They said like the traditional like now you are behind the mask or like something like that, which is like okay, but um, well, that's just like screenwriting. That's not really a Marvel thing. I mean, I would say that some superhero films struggle to like. Actually... Oh no! So wait, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying Marvel does. They've got a formula down which they're able to follow quite well, and other superhero movies certainly can't do that. DC. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go there. My comment was just that it's not a it, the the special things about it are special in their like ability to do they're not particular tell stories to, well. Well, no, no yeah, exactly. They're not particular to Marvel. Not superhero movies can do the same things as a superhero movie and still be good. Yeah, it was like they didn't say like, oh, this is like an exclusive Marvel idea. It mm, was like okay. they're talking about like the guy said to Stan Lee, like how how did you make Spider Man such a great character and how do i make my own superhero and like that's basically what stan lee said so those are all of our articles for disney plus news uh do one of you guys want to take what's new on disney plus this week i will do it hidden are you at, uh, 
we haven't like actually talked about this. Are you going to be the new regular for a uh, for like what's new on Disney Plus? Do you want that to be your job? Because I realize that you always do it. I don't know if I can handle that that responsibility. Yeah, but I I, I really don't think we need to like have a specific person. No, I think this should it. be your thing. Like okay, you control everything about I control 30 no, seconds of control is the wrong word here <laughs> I, we don't need the power going to his head unlimited power I am inevitable anyway so uh what's new on Disney plus this week is Disney my music story Yoshiki upside down magic a oh, new episode yeah. of WandaVision and season 17 of Wicked Tuna Outer Banks we got some bangers coming this week. I, I just don't understand the appeal around fishing shows. <laughs> I I think no, I we do. have to find out for ourselves. Oh, we're not watching those for you. I would watch I would watch Wicked Tuna. <laughs> hey, next week we're watching documentary. We're getting there. Yeah. No. I mean, I used to watch Wicked Tuna like when I was younger. Like um okay. when you didn't know better. <laughs> yeah. Someone who used to like babysit me a whole lot uh really liked watching Wicked Tuna, so I'd watch it with them. Did he have a beard? No. Well, he does now. (laughs) Aha. Aha. He learned. He learned. Just like you. His next evolution. Ah, yes. Um, I just want to say, I remember when Upside Down Magic came out on Disney Channel, um, like a few months ago. It did not look good. It looked like Disney Harry Potter, but it was like so much worse. It's literally Disney Channel Harry Potter. So Artemis Fowl? Yes. I kept on meaning to like watch it and I never did and I'm kind of thankful for that. <laughs> well, no, I, I think it, I think it's an Artemis Fowl movie. Like it's so bad, but yet mm. it it's so it's so yeah, interesting. Cool. It's so entertaining. Yeah. Whoa. Um I think the main girl's power is to turn into a cat with wings, which is like the stupidest thing. I think I that was like the one thing that I remember seeing in the trailer was that she turned into a cat, like a small kitten with wings. Now on to our main discussion, Toy Story 2. The squeakle. Electric <laughs> boogaloo. Toy Story in space. Well, actually, it is kind yeah. of in Well, space. yeah, the first part takes place in space. Which is epic, by well, the way. Well, it technically takes place in a video game. But yes. the video game takes place in space. I always forget that it starts that way, and I'm always so excited when I start mm-hmm. seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the opening is really good. Yeah. But anyway, let's read the Disney Plus synopsis, why don't we? The Disney Plus synopsis for Toy Story 2 uh, reads, The toys are back in town and ready for adventure. Reconnect with old friends and meet new ones in the movie that shows us what being a toy and a loyal friend is all about when the gang has to rescue one of their own. Yeah, that's pretty good accurate. Synopsis. Yeah, that's a good synopsis. That's like the best yeah. one we've read so far. <laughs> Let's talk about one sentence reviews. Why don't we? Haiku time. Okay. Anyway, uh... I feel I feel like Hayden. Whenever it's just like really good, he does a haiku. I'm not doing a haiku, uh, but. Let's yeah. see. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's a good movie. Y'all should watch it. <laughs> uh, for me, I'll just say that the first Toy Story got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. The sequel got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what I'll say. 
you can probably tell that this is good just by that statement right there. Okay. Are you guys ready to get blown away by my haiku skills? Yes. Okay. So my haiku is going to be pretty good. Um, <laughs> Toy Story 2's dope. It hit me right in the feels. Refrigerator. Spoilers. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 for 10. There we are. All right. Sounds good. Now let's, you know, no spoiler alert because this movie has been out for 22 22 years about. um, 20, no, more like 20. It didn't come out the first Toy Story. It came out in 1999. It came out one year later? When did the first one come out? I thought the first one was like 1996. First one came out in 1995. Oh. That's weird though. That That's what I, that's actually what I was thinking too. Huh. All right. So, yeah. So like I said, when we were talking about the, I, I think the opening's really good. I guess I never noticed it, but like the battery he's trying to get says like source of Zerg's power on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like how like it comes up again later, but how like Star Wars-y it feels. Yeah. Which is like, of course, a, like because in the first Toy Story, Buzz was obviously supposed to be like some kind of Star Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he has a like on the edge of the galaxy, Zerg is creating a battle station with the destructive power to destroy an entire planet. Mm-hmm. I alone have information. Yeah, like he has that kind of monologue. So the Star Wars thing is always always teased with them, mm-hmm. but it's fun how they keep coming back to it. Yeah, uh, and then. We learned that it was just Rex playing a video game when he died. Yeah, after Buzz gets blasted <laughs> into the Shadow Realm. I don't know why, but I like Buster, the dog, in this movie. Yeah, Buster's cool. Uh, and I like that, like, the toys don't, like, hide around him. Yeah, because he's a dog. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's a nice little, like, he acts as, like, a nice little medium between, like, Andy and the toys. Mm-hmm. I watched all the extras on... Uh, Toy Story 2 for this there wasn't a lot there were three I think there was a deleted scene outtakes which I'm sure we'll talk about outtakes but the deleted scene actually told of how they were originally going to have Woody get stuck in the yard sale and basically it was going to be the toys were filming a movie and Rex is like Godzilla and they kind of scare everyone and then the set kind of gets destroyed and it launches Woody out the window and he falls in like one of the yard sale boxes and then that's how he ends up in the yard sale and gets like mm-hmm. taken and I think that the way that they ended up using in the final film was so much better than that yeah yeah uh, yeah that's why there's always trial and error because mm-hmm. like that feels very reminiscent of the first film like it was more mm-hmm. so like where they get where like, buzz gets knocked out yeah but this one woody purposely went out there and like selflessly to save someone else it's not suicide it's a rescue and that's a that that's a big thing that comes into play later is uh what he's what he's trying to do things for others he's always thinking about others mm-hmm. yeah then woody gets kidnapped by whoa, a chicken whoa, man whoa. <laughs> oh whoa we're going a little faster before there, that, there's a whole plot about Woody's arm getting oh, yeah. busted. Oh, yeah, it, of course. Getting That's like the main plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yeah, so Woody's arm gets just torn because he's a toy, you know, mm-hmm. who hasn't broken a toy. 
But, it, you know, it's like repaired, but that's why uh, Andy can't bring him to his cowboy campus because his arm gets torn. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, eh, oh, well. Well, like it's no big deal. He'll get fixed. But unfortunately, what he gets placed on the broken toy Top shelf. shelf. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he finds Wheezy. Yeah, he finds... He finds Wheezy. <laughs> mm. I didn't know you were in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, and also there's the dream sequence which the, I totally that's what I, that's happens. what i was getting that terrified me as a kid as a kid that was pretty scary yeah uh, when you're a kid like you don't know that it's a dream sequence when it starts happening you're just like what, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. i was terrified of that and then i was terrified of the entire monsters inc movie as a kid really oh what yes. i loved monsters inc as a kid like, well that was yeah I, as a kid I loved like, it. that's kind of weird because the whole point of it like, is the to whole show point is monsters making monsters as, like, like the humans lovable. are the monsters yeah i know yeah. <laughs> but yes so then wheezy ends up at the garage sale and, and woody wants to go save wheezy yes wait wh- what did you get at the yard sale wheezy ha 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 anyway uh, the so, penguin. <laughs> the penguin that the penguin. when squeezed makes a sound. Well, no, he doesn't make a sound anymore. anymore That's why he's being yes, sold. Yes. That's why they call him Wheezy. Yes. Wheezy? Okay. <laughs> Never should have watched this movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that until you mentioned the penguin. I was like, oh, shoot. But anyway, yeah. Woody goes to save him, and he's able to get uh, the penguin into well he rides out there on buster mm-hmm. the dog and so he gets the penguin up into buster's collar so that mm-hmm. buster can save him but woody unfortunately gets trapped in the line of a uh, fire and so he just he gets has whiplashed. to <laughs> get shot <laughs> <laughs> just a huge guy with a revolver bang and just yeah standing <laughs> dark souls like you died just comes on the screen <laughs> The credits roll over it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Woody gets stuck in the line of duty. And that's when, what's his name? Big Al comes into play. Yeah. Al. And I just like to say that I love Big Al. He's so funny. <laughs> so Big Al tries to buy uh, Woody, but the mom's like, oh, that wasn't supposed to be out here. So Big Al commits grand larceny. And that is not grand larceny. <laughs> I know. So yeah, he takes Woody by breaking into the like cash box where Woody was being kept. And not taking cash, only Woody. <laughs> yeah. Well, Woody's w- w- worth more than all the cash in there. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. To, At uh, least he was Mr. decent enough to not take the money. Yeah, I think that's good. Because that's another thing. He's like, a really Big decent man. <laughs> Big Al's not like like he's an antagonist, but he's not evil. Like he's not even the main antagonist to the movie, you know? Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah. He's like greedy and selfish, not necessarily evil. No, he's a collector. <laughs> yeah. That's so actually a good way of putting selfish. it. Yeah. And I mean, like, we get later on how like all of the toys have been waiting this long for it, and like so has he. I liked the like meeting that all the toys hold of the like yeah. crime scene and then yeah. Rex and the, yeah. comes walking and is like hey guys how do you spell FBI <laughs> and then like it's <laughs> this movie is so funny it's like, so funny I wish I understood this humor as a kid other than just like haha stinky Pete punch buzz <laughs> like <laughs> the, 
these are probably yeah. some of the like best comedic side characters that Pixar has done. Is like oh, Rex Ham, Potato Head, and Slinky. Yeah, Slinky, no. yeah. Without a doubt, this like Pixar movie series has the best cast of like side characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because all of them are just like they're side characters, but they all have distinctive personalities. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is really impressive because yeah, like. Totally. Overall, like some of them don't get more than like five minutes of screen time a movie. Like mm-hmm. in like Slinky in the first movie, like he he has like a few lines, really. Yeah. Like obviously, Ham and the Mr. Potato Head are, have always been more popular. Yeah. But still, you know. As much as I love Mater and Cars, like he doesn't really mm-hmm. have a character. Is like a main care like a character other than like what are you talking about? Bumpkin. He gets that all in Cars too. <laughs> Yeah, have you not seen the masterpiece Cars too? Well, that and that part he continues his same character arc, but he's a spy now. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Woody gets introduced to Stinky Pete, Jesse, and Bullseye. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that like he was like some kind of like there was a whole like fan base around him in mm-hmm. the like nineteen fifties. Uh, he's like an antique toy technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was the thing that I never noticed, is that Woody is, like, literally the exact opposite of Buzz in the first movie. Like, Buzz in the first movie believed in his, like, fictional story that he was based on, and didn't believe that he was a toy. Woody was the other way around. He believed in the fact that he was just a toy and just Andy's plaything, and not the fact that he had this whole merchandise and, like franchise yeah. mm-hmm. devoted solely to him and then it's mainly just because he he just didn't know about it yeah which yeah. is cool and then when he learns about it he's like oh okay uh, yeah and, and he like really likes it and i i just think that's interesting yeah that is really cool this film has captures the same like magic of the first one and i don't mean to get into like spoilers about my thoughts on this movie but i think it does it better mm-hmm. uh i liked like watching all the like old cartoons of the like woody's mm. roundup and then like yeah and you can see all the strings yeah and, like, and then like when the like last episode and like all the animals run up and like do a like little like one squeak and then yeah. woody just does like they're trapped in the mine and the dynamite's about to go off and they don't get there soon they're all gonna die and then it's just like squeak again yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we learn that like the reason the show got canceled is two words sputnik that basically, like, everyone stopped wanting cowboy toys and started wanting space toys. Well, of course. Space toys are better. Obviously. And it, also, no. um, just fun fact, Easter egg. I, I think it happened already. The Pixar shorts, like, the mm. older Pixar shorts are seen in flashes through the TV as Ham is flipping through the channels. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was a fun detail. And it wasn't mm-hmm. just one short. They include, like, multiple of their shorts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was like fun. I was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I know those. Yeah. That's smart. we can return to the uh, the Jesse thing in a moment, but let's flip back to the Buzz adventure. Okay, yeah. the Buzz adventure is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, because there's like two plot lines going on during yeah. this, and both are equally engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Buzz Lightbeer is has rounded up a posse to go try to rescue Woody from um, Big Al's toy barn. And so his posse include Buzz, Ham, Potato Head, Slinky, and I think that's it. Rex. Rex. 
And Rex, I'm sorry. Mr. Potato Head has his angry eyes, so yeah. that does count. I'm going to pack your angry <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Just in case. We'll, we'll talk about that, but, like, you know how they always have those, like, uh, they have the, like, um, the bloopers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's yeah. just, like, bloopers that would be in a normal movie, but they just, like, animate it. Yeah. Which is a really cool idea in and of itself. I mm. wish they still did it, but it's a cool idea in and of itself. But it's just because his flap is his butt. And so it's just um, Mrs. Potato Head putting him like, and here's your golf ball. And here's your other shoes. An extra bouncy ball. An extra, an extra bouncy ball. a bunch ball. of blue Play-Doh. And you might need a, it. And here's a key. I don't know what it's to, but here you go. But you, you never know. It's just so funny. So yeah, so they begin on their quest. Another part of the whole uh, cool thing about them being toys is just like normal conveniences of the world are suddenly like big daunting tasks. Mm-hmm. For one, they need to be stealthy because there just can't be toys walking around. But two, they have to like, it's like they have issues like crossing the street and stuff. Yeah. And they end Which... up causing like a major <laughs> car accident. <laughs> so funny because i never realized that as a kid that like they had no idea what was going on and they actually caused like massive destruction (laughs) and injuries possible fatalities yeah it's like the and also the just the like when you analyze it like the mindset of the drivers where it's like ah cone i can't go this way (laughs) it's like i'll go into oncoming traffic like there's just there's just like an arch in the middle of of the road. Yeah, it's it's like their AI is broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they reach the other side and they're like, oh, all right, well done, guys. Yeah, <laughs> good job, guys. <laughs> there's just destruction. <laughs> and like they get to the other side and like he's, everyone's like getting out of their cars and everything, and you're like, here, and then like a light pole just like falls down. Yeah. Oh, before before they cross, they're like, they're standing in the, like the bushes, and they're like, okay, we have to get to the other side. And then like the can gets hit, and they're like, and like bounces in, and then Rex is like, oh well, we tried, and turns around, <laughs> <It's> just like walks <laughs> away. I did like the like whole thing with Jesse and her like claustrophobia. I guess I thought that was yeah an interesting like been in a plot box for years. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the most emotional scene. Yes. In the movie. Which is Jesse's uh, backstory, mm-hmm. flashback scene. Mm-hmm. The first movie has a pretty even tone. It's like the first movie mm-hmm. has emotional parts, but it's genuinely a lighthearted movie. This one deals, is a lot more mature, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Pixar has become known for their like, hard-hitting emotional scenes. This and I think this is kind of the first one. Really. This is, yeah, this is a really good one. And I will say that like this one consistently hits hard. Like every time I watch yeah, it. no matter what. It, it, it hits harder like it like it was emotional when you're a kid because it's mm-hmm. well because there's kind of stages to it which i feel is cool being able to watch it as a kid and then mm-hmm. also as an adult where it's like as you're a kid uh the whole thing is about growing up and you're like well am i gonna do that like are certain things that are important to me now just not gonna be important to me later mm-hmm. like it hits you that way where it's kind of the silent fear that kind of takes over you but then revisiting it as an adult, you're like, oh, shoot, they're right. And it's like, it it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. I don't get this same emotional response every time I watch the beginning of Up. 
I get the same emotional so response do. every time I watch this scene. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Both of those hit equally hard for, or not like equally in comparison, but like equally overtime. consistent. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because like I haven't watched this movie. Like I don't watch this movie that much. Like I probably watch it like once a year at least. And then I watch up like once every like four years. Probably I've probably only seen it three or four times. Yeah. I just want to quickly. <laughs> um, Emily's a horse girl. Um, but moving on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I hate you. Anyway, I just want to say before that scene, and I actually erased this note because I changed my mind about it. I felt really bad because I was like, I like almost totally forgot that this whole thing existed in this movie. And so when Jesse is like freaking out and getting all pissed off at Woody for like leaving, I'm like, girl, can you shut up? Like, who cares about being stuck? And then it's like, and then it's like, oh, well, yeah. actually, we really care. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you were stuck under a bed for, like, 16 years. Oh, okay. Um, I felt really bad. So I had, like, Maybe even on... longer than that, because theoretically... She, she looked, like, 20 or something. Well, yeah, but then she was also in storage with them for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For years, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I, I didn't write this down, but I just remembered it. So there is that theory that Emily is Andy's, Andy's mom. mom. <laughs> Which is stupid. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Well, wait, but I want to know, has that been confirmed or not confirmed? Because it I hasn't feel like, been confirmed. I feel because like that I would read just be... something that it, that it was like, that it was deconfirmed or how it was debunked. I mean, either way, it doesn't really matter. Like, I prefer it. Uh, there's just no relation because there being a relation doesn't really add anything. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I, I kind of like the fact that it was like, because I think one of the biggest things of evidence was that the girl has the red hat, the red Jesse hat, and that same hat, the same like Andy has that type of hat is the one that Andy wears. And so I like that okay. idea. And the fact that the they do look is like kind a family of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That So like, well, that was I mean, I was the whole family thing, like, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, like, I think it would, it's, like, cool if it is, it's cool if it isn't, I don't feel like. I mean, I prefer it if it's not, because it's making them related, like, it adds a certain kind of, like, faded, like, it was, like, Mm. meant to happen. I understand that, yeah. And that's, like, that's not the point of the story, like, this isn't about someone's destiny, it's about people learning to understand one another. That's true. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, it's not. Okay, cool, thank you. Yeah, she is not. (laughs) John Loster said it was a completely different backstory, and there was no intention of that. Thanks, Lassie. Woody's arm gets ripped off, and he has to sit there in silence while it does. After his arm gets ripped off, that's when uh, they bring in a Mr. Whitehair with, the, like, Mr. Einstein with the glasses yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I like the way that that scene is cut together with the music and the sounds of, like, him fixing mm-hmm. Woody up. Mm-hmm. People always talk about how that's, like, a very satisfying scene. I was freaked out of it as a kid. <laughs> really? I, mean, I, I just think it's cool. Like, just the way it's, like, kind of cut together. No, yeah, it's, 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 cool. it's very... Like, I don't find it as satisfying as some people think, but it's, like, yeah. I, I mean, like I it. don't, like, it's not, like, ASMR or anything, yeah, but... Yeah, 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 no. My thing is, like, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, cool. well, it's, like, one good shot in a movie of good shots, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. There are much better things that I enjoy yeah in this movie. but there's also a bit of emotional thing where he paints over and that's the last thing he does 
the last mm-hmm. thing he does when fixing Woody is painting over Andy on his boot. Mm-hmm. And then Andy falls down dead. <laughs> at last i finally erased all of andy's foot drawings it's like the horcrux it's like a horcrux yeah what he's like some go- kind of like voodoo doll he's just, <laughs> just been like- going around finding all of andy's toys with the name written on it <laughs> when woody's arm gets ripped off it's like and he just loses his arm in real life and when it's fixed it's just like <laughs> no it's it just it flashes to cowboy camp and andy's just, just like bam. riding a horse and then he just like slips off <laughs> he just falls what happened to him i don't know there's no sign of like trauma or anything <laughs> He's put in like a body bag and Woody like erases it at the end of his foot. <laughs> just flashes to a morgue and you just see a body bag just. <laughs> just like. This is by far one of the funniest things. Yeah, this that was. Uh, that just one <laughs> statement is so funny. But then we go back to Buzz and the other toys. And they are now at uh, the toy barn. Yes. And they split up to start looking. How many Buzz Lightyears does one store need? Oh my goodness. I I just want to say that um, in the Barbie aisle. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but I didn't. I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, but the Barbie in the pool is just sitting at the bottom of like an empty pool with like, yeah, a, yeah, with, yeah. like a tube around her. I just thought that was like really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just like sitting at the bottom of the pool. I, I like this toy guard. I, I really like toy uh, the tour guide Barbie. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Buzz also, facing. I'm sorry. Oh. I I'm so sorry. I feel it's... like I'm totally going to forget about this because it happens so many times throughout the movie. Okay. There are so many references and callbacks to the first movie that I yeah. would have mm-hmm. wouldn't have realized without watching the first one again. Like they're really really subtle. Mm-hmm. But like you remember them. Uh, like uh the some of the ones I can think of are um there's Buzz climbing up to see the other Buzz and it's the same shot of Woody yeah, climbing on the bed and, and the yeah, yeah. camera pans up to the new Buzz. And then there was, they do the uh, children's play thing, kind of yeah. like, you, you are, are a ch- children's toy. play thing, you are a toy. Yeah, and, and there's a, some other ones that I'm probably forgetting. But mm-hmm. and I think that that's like a callback to the first movie, obviously, but it's also a part of the character of Buzz, is like mm-hmm. how much he's learned from Woody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it also plays into the like extreme difference between like base set Buzz and then our Buzz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like replacing buzz with the the different buzz i think is just a brilliant like storytelling move yeah because it's just so fun yeah Yeah. i also like how they basically keep the same idea of the first one in mind where it's like hey toy rescue mission Mm -hmm. like it just has the same energy but now we actually have more characters and i think that makes it more fun Mm -hmm. like although i like just having woody and buzz like that can be fun but i think it's so much more enjoyable with all these different characters Mm-hmm. And the cool part is the first movie is about Woody and Buzz. This is about the two of them separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we said, most of the toy movies are about Woody specifically. Mm-hmm. Like this is definitely a more Woody movie than it is any of them. And so are the later ones. Mm-hmm. But like we still see Buzz quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like Buzz fighting with fake Buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like when Buzz like presses the other Buzz's like laser pointer, and he's like, "What? You could have killed me!" And then <laughs> or when he, doesn't he also undo the the hat thing? It's like, that's <laughs> later on. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Oh, is yeah, that later? I, I, oh, that yeah. is later. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, no, I'm the real Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually a callback because I think he. This sounds weird, but he like chokes very similarly to how he does in. No, yeah, yeah. same yeah. audio. I think they yeah. use. Oh yes, Zerg breaks out of his box Zerg. and decides to kill Buzz. I like the like the the shots of him with the evil music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like and he's just chasing aisle. after Buzz in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just the and it's the overhead shot of like him going through the parking lot. And it's just like. <laughs> but yeah, so the gang crosses the street again this time with no accidents so they go to rescue woody but that at this point we have the like emily story so woody has decided to stay like you were saying i like the interaction between like fake buzz and the rest of the gang and Mm -hmm. he's like help me prop up vegetable man or we're all done for (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then the uh use your head and then I don't want to use my head. And then they crash Rex through the gate. I think that is one of the like best jokes in the movie. Oh, and there's also this scene where um where instead of just taking the elevator up, Buzz oh, yeah. uses his like magnet, sticky, yeah, the suction pads. magnet, the like su- magnet pad things and climbs mm-hmm. up the elevator. And then he goes, "We can't do this. The weight is too much. I'm gonna use my anti gravity, <laughs> my anti gravity." Like, <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like freaking out but then the elevator starts coming up so when they like so it catches them but we get the rescue mission where uh instead of kung fu ham uses pork chop and mr potato head tries to put on his angry eyes but puts on his shoes instead (laughs) um (laughs) and runs into a wall but yeah they like get woody but woody doesn't want to go and so that's where we get buzz doing the like you are a child's plaything. You are a toy. You're the one who taught me that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, uh, I like I like the how it's the kind of same speech, but it's completely different context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like one's challenging, like they're both challenging delusion, but one's like you're pointing like you're not a space ranger, you're a toy, and then it's like mm-hmm. you're not a collectible, you're not like something that should be like historic artifact that should be viewed through it like a lens. Mm-hmm. You're a toy. I, I really like that. Oh, and then Stinky Pete is evil. Oh, yeah, Matt. Whoa! We didn't mm. even talk about Stinky Pete at all, but he's evil. He doesn't come up, like, before He doesn't come story. up until he he's becomes like, evil. He's only important when they find out that he's evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, then he's important. Before that, it's about Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the rescue team leaves, and then Woody thinks it over, and then he's like, ah, oh, shoot, maybe I really should have gone. And then he's like, we should leave. And then Jesse's like, no, 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 you can't leave. I'm not going back to a box. And he's like, why don't you just come with me? And you can be a toy. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? Like, I don't know. Well, why don't we do do it? And then that's when Stinky Pete yeah. becomes evil. Uh, and then Al walks back into the room. So they're fo- the four of them are forced to go with him. They're going in the elevator. And the rest of the gang goes and hops on the elevator where they duel with Zerg. And it's the Star Wars yeah. fight. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, like, such a fun scene. It's not yeah. even, like, that much. It's just, like, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I yeah it's a, it, it is kid. fun. 
Like, it's just, he just, like, slowly rises on the elevator, and it's mm-hmm. all menacing, and it's just this toy. Yeah. <laughs> on this, like, elevator, but, like, to us, it looks like a platform, more yeah. so, not just, like, at the top of an elevator. And it's, mm-hmm. like, Buzz, like, shoots the, like, the laser at him, and it's just, like, and it's, like, and then when Rex, like, kicks him off, and he falls down, he's, like, I defeated Zerk, and then Buzz just looks over and goes, like reaches his hand down and goes father <laughs> then when they get down um buzz is playing catch with zerk oh yeah because <laughs> he's his dad now and he's like oh he, boy yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, zerk doesn't have a lot of like locomotion in his arms yeah. so like mm-hmm. he throws the ball and it just hits him in the head and he's just like great toss son yeah <laughs> and, yeah great job son i'm so proud of you Go for a long one, Buzzy, and he shoots it. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Just it's so fun hearing um Tim Allen. Uh, Tim Allen, thank you. Yeah. Um, I just like hearing Tim Allen's voice do that like childish like Buzz impression. It's <laughs> like, oh boy, I, I'm playing catch with my dad. I also like uh, like hearing like Buzz Lightyear do the Luke Skywalker thing. You're like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the elevator fight where uh, Zerg like grabs Buzz and like jam and like pushes him up against the wall and we get to like yeah. buzz 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 like you're gonna yeah. you <laughs> that also happens in the first movie too yeah but then the toys uh steal a car and then they drive to the airport where they get into the luggage hub thing i always forget that scene exists too and it's like so fun too like yeah there's just so many fun moments in this movie yeah when those fun moments happen, it's just like fun moment, fun moment, fun moment. It's just like it mm-hmm. never stops. Yeah, it just keeps it keeps building on itself. In yeah, like it's like you get the Zerg battle, you get the, the like toys case. driving in, in the car, and then you get the luggage, then you get the airplane. It's just like mm-hmm. nonstop fun, yeah. just pure fun and excitement. In the like the luggage scene when they're running through. And they're like all the stickers, and he's oh, like yeah. Buzz running, and he has Butte. Written yeah, on his I was butt. just gonna say that, and I will never find that not funny. <laughs> yeah, that was it's so good. But yeah, so they catch up to the like suitcase uh, where they battle Stinky Pete, where they rescue Woody and Bullseye, but Jesse is still trapped, and so Woody has to go chase after her, and he gets on the plane, and then they have to jump out of the plane before it takes off. Yeah, toys. <laughs> Which, why are they all afraid of, like, falling from high places? They're, like, I mean, they can still break. I mean, like, maybe not Woody and Jesse. Like, well, Woody has a plastic head. That's true. Okay, yeah. Just don't land head first. Well, the force would still hit him. (laughs) Like, it's not. Ah. Yeah, that's true, too. (laughs) I beat the system. But then, so they rescue Jesse. And, so and then Mr. Potato back. Head, sorry. Oh, yes. Mr. Potato Head poops body parts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You um, are what you eat. <laughs> anyway, they all make it back um, uh, to the house. I like how there's that, the, the, the panning shot where you see the, the luggage carriers just like crash from oh, the yeah. neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny little joke, but it's also just like a story where it's like they didn't just walk home. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. took the they, luggage. They cart. literally stole a luggage cart. Because you can imagine like 
like how did they get it out of the airport? <laughs> they don't they don't show it to you. They like make you put it together and I actually really appreciate that. Like the like the kids probably don't understand it, but like the adults do probably or like like wiser. They didn't just take like the front cart. They took they all took the whole they took the whole train. <laughs> yeah. 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 All the way home. And then I like when they get home and they're watching TV and there's the commercial of Al crying. Yeah, he's like, come down with the big house. I like how they film an entirely new commercial (laughs) just for him to be sad. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's one thing if he was like sad or something, but I love that they released it. But it's also like, it's it's literally the same commercial, but Mm -hmm. they filmed a new one (laughs) just for him to be sad. It's like they can't replay the same commercial, so they yeah. need to film the same one over and over. And then Wheezy um, is now has a new squeak box or whatever. Got a new voice box. And there's that cool shot of all the toys on the bed with the yeah. Welcome Home Andy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesse and Bullseye have Andy on their feet now. Yeah. So that, cool. that we can't have that getting erased because then <laughs> Andy died. <Yeah. laughs> he dies several times. <laughs> Well, no, now there's more Horcruxes, so yeah. one, he just loses part of his power. But yeah, so Wheezy sings, um, You Have a Friend in Me, so, and that's how uh, we... That song is so good, that that song, like, that song really makes me feel. I, I like it better in the, like, TV show, I think that, because of where it falls in the movie, it has more, like, emotional power then, but I still really like it at the end, but yeah. Well, I also just like the song, like, in, yeah. like just mm-hmm. as itself. No. Like also in the first movie, it's really good. Mm-hmm. So a question that I uh, would like to pose to you guys because it came up as I was finishing the movie. So Weezy seemed to have been like on the verge of death, but then he just got like a new voice box thing. Mm-hmm. And now he's like a now he's like Sinatra. Yes. Um. Are toys immortal? Yes. Well, because Woody's like fifty, or even okay. more. Yes. Okay. No. No. Toys aren't immortal. Okay. Well, it's like with proper upkeep, they're immortal. Like immortal in the sense that, like, if you don't touch it, it will be immortal. But like, if you burn it, it's dead. If you burn it to ashes, it's dead. Yeah, they're not invincible. They're immortal, meaning that like okay, immortal yes. things can still die if they're killed, but they don't die from like age. Okay, but I yes. still think like. For example, Wheezy, like his toy box just like went out, and so he was sick and like dying and stuff. But like Wheezy wouldn't have died; he probably would have just lost the ability to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's the thing too is that I've read some stuff about Pixar and like how they made Toy Story and like the logistics of the universe. Um, they've said uh, they actually don't care. Yeah, I think it once again it's one of those things where you're not really supposed to think about it. Like it, like specifically, one of them was, um, if Buzz doesn't know he's a toy, why does he still stand still when Andy comes in the room in the first one? And the director was just basically like, honestly, we could care less. Like natural reflex, it's, something like yeah. that. Like well, also, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's exactly what they said. I feel like you and him would get along very well, Hayden, because <laughs> I, like it's just like that exact same thing that it's like it doesn't really matter to the story. 
for me personally, I like some sort of world building like idea and like offering. There's still plenty sort of, of world like, building in these. Well, yeah, movies. but like, oh no, there isn't. If it, if I, they don't answer every single question, there is zero world mm, building. I I I would I would like some logic to like some of the stuff and not just like oh this fit well in the story so we put it in. Like I kind of wish there was. Well, more most of the time there is a that. logic to it, but it's like. When he, like, wh- I feel like what you guys are doing are nitpicking. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it, they're, it, they're just interesting ideas, like. Yeah, no, they are. If it was some sort of natural reflex, I think that would be, like, a really interesting idea. You can say that, but then I can say, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Like, that's just, like, that's just the double-sided nature of, like, posing those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's bloopers at the end, which oh, are Oh, yes, cool. of course. They're pretty good. I like them. They're just, like, really fun, and they don't, like, actually, like... It's extra work and effort put into, like, just this fun segment, and I would, I still wish they did it, but I understand why they don't. Because, like, honestly, I feel like it would be kind of weird if we had, like, Incredibles bloopers or, like... I when did know. they stop doing it? Maybe Cars. I, they might have done it in Cars. I don't think it's, a, like, a stop thing. It's, like, it's just, like, if it's appropriate for the movie... Because I'm pretty sure they did it in A Bug's Life. Well, they did it in Incredibles. That well, it, it's not in the end of Incredibles, but there's a bonus in like that the extras. are animated. Yeah, that are animated outtakes. Okay. So it's just like it's not really a stop thing. It's just like sometimes it's less appropriate than others. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But I think that's the end of the movie. I think it is. Ratings. Yeah. Now we can go to ratings. This is going to be really easy for me. Well, you see, you Let's take it say. off. One hundred. 100 for me as well wrong 10 out of 10 it's a 10 out of 10 boys oh my goodness guys this is a full 100 percent movie 100 percent run no glitch like i i still feel like i should have given the first choice like if we ever do an episode where we go back and fix some of our scores i think i'd give i mean um, you already did that for mulan Oh yeah, that's true. But like, I I want to fix mine my rating for Toy Story eventually because now when I think about it, I do genuinely think that's like a t- hundred out of a hundred movie. Both of them are. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like they're both really good, like almost flawless movies. Like, like I I can't think of a flaw in this one or in Toy Story one. Like the only flaw mm-hmm. I could think of in Toy Story one is like, it it doesn't look great. But like also this was the first one. This was the f- that was the first CGI yeah. animated yeah. one, so it's like you I can't think I talked about this that. in the other ones, but it's like you don't watch these movie for the like the stunning graphics. Yeah, exactly. This one looks great for nineteen. This one looks great mm-hmm. it for nineteen ninety nine. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And also the other one, like in nineteen ninety five, that that was still like really it big. It still looks that's good. The, yeah, it's the first computer animated movie. Yeah, like full length film. Yeah. There was some criticism I had of Toy Story 1. I forget what it was, but I like I gave it I a 99 think... or something, so like I, I think I gave it a 99 or a 98. I think both of us gave it 99s and Hayden gave it a 10 out. Actually, of 10. do we just want to change it now? I'm keeping mine at a 99, but because okay, I like well, this one more. Well, um, you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to change my rating for Toy Story 1. Okay. Making it a 100. So, I guess we can actually talk about this. Um, do you guys like this one or one more i like, I like this them. one uh they're different like, movies but i like this one they're better. different movies so i'm not gonna say one is better than the other yeah yeah but, but which like one they... would you go to watch sooner i guess either <laughs> like <laughs> honestly they're the okay. same 
Okay. But just different, th- like, because they're just as good, but they tell different stories. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I find this. Oh, we see. We see. You gave it a ninety-nine. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it there. You're not gonna raise it up just one. Then we have to rank which one is better than the other. Well, now you've already put it at below. Yeah, so why not just keep it at a 99? It's essentially the same as 100, Blake. Yeah. That's his point. Is since I was rating it below. But wh- why is it minus one? Because he likes the other one more. <laughs> yeah. But why do you like the other one more? <laughs> I hate you. I, I guess, like, I just like the emotional, like, points that are brought up in this one that the first one doesn't have. What do you mean? There, there is the one-on-one discussion that Woody has with Buzz while Which it's one-on-one raining outside. Discussion? Oh, while it's under the car where he tells him, "You are a toy." No, you are a. No, it's um, Woody's stuck in the box, or Buzz is stuck in the box, and they oh yeah, yeah, that one doesn't hit me as hard as uh. That happens indoors. Yeah, that's why. Well, yeah, it was but bad. it's still raining outside. <laughs> that, that was the whole reason. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that doesn't hit me as hard as like this one does. What is what is your issue? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I I just don't. If it's not bad, then why not just give it the one extra point? Because, because I like the one other better. one more. No, 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 but that, like, you may like Avengers Endgame more. I don't have anything wrong with, like, Mulan or Emperor's New Groove, but I gave them, like, 92 and 93. Yeah. Because I wanted to leave room above for stuff that I thought was better. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just want to say, I feel like we didn't make too big of a deal of this, but, like, Toy Story 2 is our first one that's a full 100% between oh, yeah. all of us. That's a really big deal. That's our first perfect, the perfect movie, movie, essentially. Yep. I, I'm glad that our top two are the Toy Story ones. Yeah. I honestly think we'll have a hard time finding anything that'll top either of them. Unless they make a second live-action Mulan movie, that might top it, but Ooh. we don't know yet. With my revision of my score of Toy Story 1... The average rating for Toy Story 1 is at a 99.7, and Toy Story 2 has an average rating of 100%. Whoa! Heck yeah. Wow! Like, honestly, guys, this might be my favorite Pixar movie now when I'm thinking about it. Toy no, Story I think two? it's I think it's mine. Toy Story 2. Like, this is a really good movie, and I didn't expect yeah. it to be as good. I, I don't remember it being so amazing, but it was, and I'm really surprised by that. Because I always thought my favorite Pixar movie was, like, Wally or Monsters, Inc., or Incredibles. So, Toy Story 2 is our new number one on our Disney Plus catalog ranking list. It is above the first Toy Story. So, um, and honestly, I think it's going to stay there for a while if not forever which is kind of a bummer because now it's like it feels like there's no power anymore to anything else that we watch but that's okay we'll just end the podcast here yeah we thank you for listening this is our last episode we just keep releasing this episode every week so that's all for our discussion if you want to reach out to us on social media you can reach out to us on instagram at disney plus the boys and check out our account there 
Or you can check out our Twitter. You can tweet us at Disney Plus Boys. We are more active on Instagram because Twitter is too toxic for me. Uh, if you want to leave a review, we would greatly appreciate that. And uh, Sharon would also help to expand our audience. Let's say you're doing an interview and you're talking with the person with the interviewer and they say, what's your favorite Pixar movie? And you freak out and run out of the meeting. You just leave. Well, I got news for you. Go tell your friend. Crap, I screwed up, but I'm going to keep it going. You tell your friend, yeah, you did. what's my favorite Pixar movie? And they'll say, hey, go check out this episode of Disney Plus The Boys. Plot twist, you were the friend. <laughs> what was that? I feel like you keep on coming, trying to come up with like new and inventive ways to say the same thing at the end of every episode. And this is just one of the most entertaining things. <laughs> It's, it has the most imagination behind it, but it has the least cohesion. <laughs> if you uh, want to give us any recommendations for what we should watch next. Clone Wars Season 1. Clone Wars Season 1. Oh, wait. Actually, we need to talk about that. So um, now we are changing how we're doing uh, watching uh, shows like seasons. Basically, the week after we talk about an, a season of a show... We start watching the next one, but that doesn't mean we're going to watch it in the next two weeks. But basically, when we finish, we'll let you know when we finish, and the next week, we will be talking about it. But we will not be leaving, like, a two-week time frame for you to finish it. But so, we're we're going to be starting to watch Clone Wars Season 1. So, uh, get started watching that if you'd like. Uh, we're not rushing to watch it, we're just kind of casually watching it. Um, and we'll let you know... When we're done with that next week we are watching our first documentary we are watching buried the truth of the maya Woo! the best movie so get ready to watch that one this is a cornerstone for our podcast we really hope you go check that one out hey guys editor blake here to say that we are actually going to be watching a bonus episode next week. It is going to be uh, The Blue Umbrella. Since it is Valentine's Day, we decided that we'd throw in some Valentine's Day content in there. So next week, you'll be getting Buried Truth of the Maya episode, The Blue Umbrella bonus episode, and a Weezy Blake episode. The two from the main podcast will probably be shorter than our usual episodes, definitely shorter than this episode, I would probably guarantee but together they should make about the length of an episode so you're welcome <laughs> um but anyway thank you for listening let's get back to the closing of the show again if you want to leave any recommendations uh you can dm us at instagram on disney plus the boys or tweet us on twitter i'm also thinking of setting up a gmail account like an email account where you can actually email us I will probably get started on that. I realized that we should have probably done that a while ago, uh, but that's okay. Also, you can leave a voice message. So if your voice message wants to be, you know, recommending something for us to talk about or talking about something that we've already talked about or saying you love the show, that'd be great as well. If you need more Disney podcast content in your life, you can check out Mouse House Weekly, which is a Disney podcast that I'm a part of. We just recently put out an episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, we talk about The Mandalorian Season 2. I'm part of that episode, so you can check that out. 
And that is it, I believe, guys. This was a great movie. I'm really happy we watched this. Uh, this I'm movie really was... excited for next week. Yeah, next week is going to be great. Next week will be better than this. What are we talking about? Buried a Truth of the Maya is going to be better than Toy I'm Story actually 2. kind of interested because, like, how I we're going to talk is. about it. Yeah, I hope yeah. it's interesting. I have no idea how we're going to discuss it. but Neither do I, but, you know, <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Anyway, thank you for listening. We're just the boys, and we are just being the dudes. And we will <coughs> see you next week. Jeez, man, what the... <laughs> So as you guys know, I got Rubio's, and that's why we've been sitting here for 35 minutes and not actually starting the episode, because I've been eating. Blake has a habit of doing that, where he's like, hey, make sure to be there by this time. And, and then, then we sit there for 40 minutes as he eats his <laughs> quesadilla. Yes, but um, when I was at Rubio's, um, I, was, I ordered pickup or whatever, and so I'm waiting for them to call my name, and when they said that my food was ready well there were two things that um that kind of caused me to uh freak out i guess i should say so one it was while i was playing funko pop blitz on my phone i i I just saw a power up that i needed and i was like oh boy i need this and that's when they called and told me my food was ready and i he screamed not now (laughs) and I freaked out and I tried to look for the pause button on it, but it like magically disappeared to my eyes. Like it was still there, I think, but I literally couldn't find it. And so I just shut off my phone. And the second thing that I didn't realize until after I turned off my phone was that they didn't say Blake. um, They said black. (laughs) Like people would always say like, oh, what's your name? black and it's like ha 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 funny 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 but like i always knew they were joking but this person i think they genuinely thought my name was black but the thing is that i can kind of understand it like maybe it's my last name and i prefer to go by my last name or something but it really caught me off guard but it's like there's no way that you would pronounce blake like that especially the way it's yeah. spelled. did the person writing down the name just not put the e or something <laughs> No, what they did was they probably put the E, but they probably write their E's like I do, so it looked like a C. And so it looked but, like. But it's at the end, so it's just like they can't spell black. <laughs> well, it's like you. Wait, no, you ordered it on. No, I ordered. I ordered it in person. In person, okay. And you said yeah. Blake. Was it the same dude that you said your name to? That no. Gave, that so I said... do think that there's some miscommunication, or maybe they were both stupid, or they were playing a sick joke on you. Mm. Bulk <laughs> is Mr. Bulk here? Um, yeah. Oh.